0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And the 76ers are going to have their three-game home winning streak snapped, while the Knicks will snap their three-game road losing streak bunch of people that took that hour drive yes about an hour 15 up i 95 Jersey Turnpike and really enjoyed themselves here in Philadelphia and it's obvious that some Sixer fans sold their tickets tonight to the visitors that's it and beat continues a streak of now 15 straight 30 and 10 games but in vain
1: Kevin, uh, oh, this is Kevin Danishevsky. Quinn Grimes, I was bidding to not have fun watching this team before the trade, so... um, Is that a happy face? Yes, happy, after. Um, in my opinion, third best team in the East, variance away from a contender. The matchup with Philly is interesting. I, I, I'll say this about Philly. Their starting lineup, I mean, and the numbers for the starting lineup are insane. And actually, I don't even know how much the numbers for the starting five went down tonight because they, when the starting five was out there to begin the game, I think they were up by 10. And then the starting five in the third quarter cut into the lead for Philly, I mean, the starting five for Philly cut into the lead. So they may have actually, like, they were up. But anyway, that starting five in over 200 minutes is like a plus. They're like a plus 30 something per per 100 possessions, which is crazy. Um, Their starting five is legit. Um, I think they need another piece. Um, I no, I don't think it does. A- Andrew's saying in the chat to me that doesn't that insane starting five have melt? The lineup that I looked up today was the lineup that we saw tonight. I think, unless I miss, unless I'm mistaken, Andrew, if you want to double check, I thought that there was a 200 minute starting five for Philly that was a plus 30 point something, and it did not have Melton in it. If I'm wrong on that, I'll obviously say I'm wrong, and that'd be my bet. Um. You're busy, so I'll look, I'll look it up. In any case, regardless of whether that has melted in it or not, I think Philly um, is a very good team. And But I thought we did some nice things about them tonight. I thought it was very interesting that Tibbs started the game out with um, OG Ananobi on Tyrese Maxey. I like that. I wasn't sure that he was going to go there. I like it. I like the fact that, like, again, it, it plays into the like, let Embiid do what he's going to do. We trust Hardenstein to, to make his life hard enough that it's not going to topple everything else we're doing on defense, and then try to have OG again. Even OG I don't know, he's not going to shut down Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey's a, a legitimate All Star this year, um, but like try to really limit him, and then everybody else just kind of holds their ground. And I think the the bigger concern when you're playing Philly is their defense. Like that defense impressed me, and the thing I think that really impressed me, um, and you're right, Andrew. I'm wrong. You're absolutely right. It's Melton. So Batum, Harris, and Bead, Melton, and Maxi is plus 34 net rating, and the Ubre lineup. Ah, so not. I mean, it's still good. Batum, Harris, Embiid, Oubre, Jr., and Bead, Ubre Junior, Maxi is plus 12.5. Um, they're a little worse on offense, a little a little worse on defense. So, um, bad job by me. Good job by you, Andrew. I owe you a beer. Um, but the thing I was going to say, and it's actually interesting that we had this little back and forth because the thing I kind of like about this version of the Sixers starting five, <laughs> we'll make it a Red Bull, is that Oubre, is not a great defender, but Oubre is long and Batum is long. And when you have Oubre and Batum and Harris and obviously Embiid, what's the one thing that seems to bother the Knicks offense, this version of the Knicks offense? Length. Length. You bother Brunson as he's looking to do his stuff. You bother Randall as he's looking to obviously do his stuff. And the only way to beat length is shooting. Now, tonight, the Knicks had the shooting in the first half. In the second half, they did not have the shooting. Or in the third quarter, they did not have the shooting. So that's why it got a lot of dice here. But yeah, that's what scares me is, is Philly's link um, on defense. That's the big... And obviously, Embiid's awesome. And Maxey's awesome. Thanks, Kev. Appreciate you as always. Stevens B. Guillaume. Happy New Year, KFS. This effing team, man, has to be the best win of the season. Grimes back? Yeah, I think Grimes is back. I ranked him before. I think it's the best win of the season. Um... Definitely the most fun, like, is it the most fun start to finish win? I mean, the Miami game was miserable for three quarters. The Phoenix game was dice, very dicey for a half, but mostly fun. The Laker game was touch and go the whole time. The Bucks game on Christmas was um a touch and go. Like this game was became fun midway through the first quarter. All the fun in the world second quarter. Very, very weird third quarter. And then the fourth quarter was probably the most fun quarter of the season. So. Yeah, probably. Thanks, Stevens. Kevin Danishevsky, Dude, be the OG. And he playing. Oh, dude, be the OG. And he playing, playing like a pro. Um, sure. Let's go with that. Thanks, Cam. Appreciate everybody. By the way, that's oh, that's why I don't get it because I never finished Succession. I only watched the first two seasons of Succession. Maybe I got into the third. I don't know. wasn't my cup of tea. I know I'm can't. I, I nobody's nobody's gonna agree with that. Didn't didn't fall in love with it. What can I say, Dom Cappuccini, What's going on, Dom? Quick tip keep on picking one and three. (laughs) You know, that's why I did it, man. I did it because I said, listen, if I lose, I'll be happy. If I lose, I'll be happy. And I'll be, I'm thrilled to be dead wrong. (laughs) Keep on picking it. I think we found a formula. LOL. Go, Nick. I'm tired of telling people to never stop believing in this team. Good night, all. Um, Good night, Dom. Uh, Give up on this team at your own risk. I don't think there's ever been a moment this season where there was really like a mo- like a real moment where we were like, is this is this is all falling apart or whatever? Like the moment was last season after the Dallas loss. That was when that was when it all all came crumbling down. Seemingly, um, since then, even even after the two and four start, I don't think I think I was okay. I think I had some confidence. But it was, you know, just touch and go there for a minute. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you as always. And good tip. Mark Sable. What's going on, Mark? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. That's great to hear from you, man. I hope things are good um, in your neck of the woods. Uh, Always great to hear from you. Seriously. Great win. Love this team and happy for Deuce. At the risk of bringing a downer, any worry Philly steals OG with a max this summer? No. Zero. I thought the the funniest moment when I was on with Ian uh, Begley and Jake Fisher on the putback the other day is uh, Ian was like the first person to respond to this comment on on Twitter. I'll be, I'll give you a hundred dollars if O.J. Anobi doesn't sign with the next this summer. Like it's not they'll they'll pay him like they'll pay him what they need to pay him now is it possible they have to pay him too much money to like, or let me rephrase that. Is it possible that they will pay him more money than they would like to pay him to stay around? Sure. Absolutely. I think the nice thing there is the thing that they have in their back pocket. And I absolutely think they're going to use it is the fifth year. Remember Philly could come with a max. It is a four year max and it has 5% raises. So I am sure that there will be a way to finagle um, something where OG gets the fifth year and maybe some incentives, some all defense incentives, perhaps, or maybe some games played, playoff incentives. Like they've gotten, they've been really creative with their incentives and more than that, the incentives that they give to most of their players, not all most are like achievable. So um, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Thanks Mark. But listen, you never know. Dan Hidalgo best compliment I could give Lee, the Leon era. They have a plan. This is the most balanced roster I could remember since I became a fan. Each player can defend most balanced roster I mean it's a different sport uh, than it was in the in the 90s it's either the most balanced roster. I want to say it's the most balanced Nick roster since the 90s although and I kind of I don't think I ever give this team enough credit but the 1213 team that worked like that it just worked. Everything worked. They didn't really have any weak spots. Like they had Tyson on on defense. Like I thought, overall their defense worked. Obviously, they put up a billion threes. Mello with the four. Um, it worked. It was really balanced. It was a really well balanced roster. So I would say this or that uh, since the nineties. Um, and then. They have a plan. Who amongst us can forget when, uh, when did he say it? When the fuck did he say it? I forget the moment, but at some point Steve Mills said on the record, Yeah, you know, me and Scott, Scott Perry, were watching a game last year. I think he, yeah, think he said, watching a game last year against the Lakers. And we were like, man, we got to get more athletic. And then that became their plan. I get more athletic. Like I, maybe I'm naive and maybe I'm giving them way too much credit. I think, I think their, their plan and their approach since day one, when they took over, not that it's always gone great. It has not always gone great. They have made mistakes. They have made significant mistakes. But overall, they've done a wonderful job. And I don't think that that plan could be written on a cocktail napkin. You know? So, completely agree with you. Busy. P.S. Did we get a sneak peek of what playoff? Julius is going to look like, oh, there's the downer. Elite coach with good strategy and a team with the personnel to execute. They took what he likes to do away. What then? They did take what he likes to do away. Um, so this was the first game in a while. I feel like there was one other game where another team did this in the first half and was successful in the first half and then he he got him back in the second half where the shooting where, the shooting regre- where you feel the shooting regression. And it, again, it goes back to what I was saying before about, about Philly's length. You felt the fact that Julius doesn't really want to take threes anymore this year. You felt it tonight. And I think it puts a lot of pressure on the other Knicks to move without the ball. Because here's the thing. You have to put the ball in his hands. You have to. Now, they did hit 13 threes in the first half. And they did have, I think they had 14 assists on 22 made field goals in the first half. Like, I don't I don't know how many assists Julius had. I don't really care exactly how many assists Julius had. But I do think that Julius, in the first half at least, before things just completely went away and got awry, went awry. I think he was making the right pass. I think he, when he was drawing attention, he was trying to use that attention to do the right thing. Um, I also thought he just missed some shots. Now, I did not love the quality of his looks in this game, by and large. I thought there were some shots he got that were okay that just missed. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say this is a preview of playoff Julius. I think Julius Randle had a bad game. And I think he will continue to adjust. He's an all-star, all-star level player. He's not an all-star yet. A funny feeling he makes it. But he's all-star level player. And I think he continues to adjust. I think he continues to improve. And I think the Knicks will do what they have to do to continue to figure out ways to make life easier for him. Although, look, as a star, you don't really get the, the, the luxury of having life made easy for you. You have to make life easier for everybody else. That's what a star does in the NBA. So Julius, he does need to be better. There's no, I mean, there's obviously no choice, but he needs to be better. That's the most obvious thing I've said all night. Thanks, Busy.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed
1: D James twenty one, OG Dynasty, win of the season, ESPN. Uh, remember the name. Um again, I didn't watch the ESPN broadcast. I don't even know who was on the ESPN broadcast, so I don't want to like say anything and, and make it seem like I didn't want to listen to their announcers. I literally have no idea who was even on the broadcast. Um I opt out. I opted out of ESPN years ago. Uh, they do nothing for me. I it's again. I, I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. It is an entertainment product. Their cov- coverage of the sport of basketball, with 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 obvious exceptions, with obvious exceptions, and but like even the exception You know what I found so funny? I, I have to do this really quick. What I found so funny was Zach's uh Zach Lowe's recent pod with Bill Simmons and he was actually like making a joke about the fact that like every time they go on NBA Today they have to talk about the fucking Lakers and how they do like this segment or that segment and he was like very, very much making light of the fact that like when you are on TV you have to do shit to like engage the TV audience and that's what it comes down to. Like he was talking about how he was getting into like, like, you know, Perk said some ridiculous thing and he kind of came back with logic and like the producers came back and like, no, do that. That's good TV. That's all it is. That's all they care about. They care about putting forth good TV that people will watch whether they're aggravated or not. Here's Hushju. Stephen A is a clown, by the way. Yeah, no shit. But you know what Stephen A does? Stephen A sleeps on a bet of money. And it sleeps on a better money because ESPN pays him because people watch. Because you love them or you hate them, a rich clown, thank you, GMAC. um they don't care whether why people are watching they just want people to watch like so again, back to me, just my total my two cents, I opted out. I do not find it entertaining or educational or anything. I would suggest. That it's a much happier basketball watching existence to completely opt out of ESPN, um, unless you're forced to watch it because the game isn't simulcast on MSG. And like, obviously, I'm a religious listener to the Low Post, and I'm a religious listener to the Hoop Collective. Um, you know, I think Redick makes g- great points on his podcast. Like, they have g- a g- great analyst. Tim Legler, right? No, uh, is he still on ESPN? I thought. He- I, mean, I don't know if he's still on ESPN. Whatever. Um, but. That's not how I consume basketball, and I don't. I mean, if you want to consume basketball that way, that's that's up to you. Thanks, Hush. Uh, Gbo, what's going on, Gbo? This is a uh, more of a donation because I'm happy. Well, thank you for the donation, and just so everybody knows, I don't know. Well, I guess you could see it on the screen. I we're having some technical issues, so I can't see what the donations are for some of these. So, like, but thank you, everybody, for all the donations tonight. Um Julius please stop turning the your back in the lane um resulting in a guaranteed turnover. Yeah, it was it was look we've seen this movie before. You know, we've seen this movie before. And I'm going to reference I'm going to give a shout out to Andrew and again Spike Eskin who on the per, the pregame pod Spike talked about how Nick Nurse when he was hired Told Joel Embiid about how the Raptors used to defend him. And one of the ways they used to defend him very effectively, mind you, because um, he always had trouble against the Raptors, was when Embiid, he didn't process the game fast enough. So he could, he would go into his moves, his spin moves or whatever in the lane, and then they would sneak in and they would force turnovers. And it was, it was not good. So what is Embiid doing this year? He's making quicker decisions. He's getting off the ball faster, or he's like, whatever. He's just, being faster and not getting in situations where he's giving up other teams, the opportunity to steal the ball away. Now the Knicks still got him a few times tonight, because the Knicks were on their P's and Q's. Um, but regardless, like I, it would be great. I don't know if it would really sink in because I, I, I wonder, I would, like we all wonder, I think how Julius processes the game and pro- processes, commentary from coaches and processes what he sees on film and all those sorts of things. But like I wonder if like another head coach like was hired by the Knicks or a former head coach hired by the Knicks, like would Julius go to him and would the coach be like, Yeah, we wanted you to like spin into the lane. Like that was a win for our defense. Like what would Julius do with that if so if a coach told him that? You know? It's just interesting to me. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dom Cappuccini, you are, um, as usual, a madman. An utter madman. Uh, uh, thank Thank you for the generous contribution, man. Seriously. I also would like to say, great chatting with you earlier in the week. The kind words from you and GMAC are much appreciated. I know it's not realistic, but I wish we had weekly town halls talking nicks and life with all is everything. Man we love doing the town halls. Um we love doing the town halls. The only reason we don't do more is just like we we've we're booked <laughs> like finding the nights to do the you you should see the text conversations between me and Andrew about like finding the nights to do town halls because we you know obviously pods and games and everything else. Um we'll we'll try to get some more of those on on the books for sure, uh, more you know, more more consistently. Even like maybe you know, because we we our town halls and again, shout out to all of our patrons who are in the top two tiers. Like those things end up going for like I don't know two and a half three hours. So maybe we do more but a little shorter. I don't I don't know, but I love doing them. I love doing them. Glad you get a lot out of it too. I uh, the fact that you're a patron is is above and beyond, Dom. The fact that you come in here and you support what we do in addition is thank you appreciate you man seriously true statement do said i'd like his chip with the dip oh uh, now i'm hungry now i'm hungry my wife had chip and, dip, chip and dips earlier chips and dip earlier because she had a friend over i think i'm going to go up and steal some some chips and dip after this thanks true statement Zach uh, Zacharo at Scrappy Slugfest is where we see peak Josh Hart. Um, funny uh, uh, quote from Jalen Brunson after the game. Jalen Brunson from Fred Katz. Jalen Brunson on Josh Hart posting the highest single game plus minus in the NBA this season at plus 46. I could care less. Well, actually, the proper phrase is I could not care less. And I make that mistake all the time. So... That's still very funny. Thank you for, uh, to Chris Amato for putting that in the Substack chat. Uh, hush Zoo, my literal jaw was on the floor for most of the game. It was it, that game washed over you like a fucking tidal wave at times. You were just sitting there and watching between the Deuce threes in the first, Brunson's offensive barrage in the second. Honestly, the third quarter when we could not score for five and a half minutes, that kind my jaw was on the floor for them because their Julius was so bad. And then and then the fourth quarter. So yeah, those were four quarters where at one point during each quarter your jaw was absolutely on the floor. Um by the way, I just looked it up. Speaking of Embiid and turnovers, Embiid had um six turnovers in the game. That's tied for his third most of the season. He had uh, seven turnovers in two games, the season opener, and then about a month ago against uh, uh, Washington. Actually, when they won by forty-five, so I don't, I'm not going to. Who cares about that? Because he was probably getting a little loosey goosey. But yeah, so Knicks did a really great job, really great job on Joel, truly. And like I know they, I know they gave up thirty points to him. This was this tied his one, two, three, four, five, sixth lowest scoring output of the season. So when you hold Joel Embiid to 30 points, you're doing not a good job. You're doing a great job. Thanks, Hush. Dom the dentist, if you've come here to complain about Julius, you're doing fandom wrong. Go next. PS, he was awful. Yep. Nothing to add, Dom. Fantastic comment by you. <laughs> Um, and there's no way to do f- fandom wrong. Whatever you want to do. Dead words, what's going on, Dead Words? Mark of a good team. When one of your stars doesn't have it, but everybody else picks him up. Also, I think we exposed the Sixers' lack of depth and weak schedule up until this point. The Sixers, uh, to use an overused term, Angel Food Cake. Angel food cake schedule. As far as their lack of depth. As Andrew and me, or as Andrew pointed out, they they didn't even have their regular starting lineup tonight. Although, again, I would argue that their starting lineup that they have right now with Ubre in place of Melton may actually and, and, and Melton's a good defender. To be clear, Melton's a good defender, but just the extra length I think you could argue made them a little bit better. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know Ubre, you know he's been good offensively this season. Anyway, they didn't have Melton tonight. They didn't have, um, I don't think they had Korkmaz tonight. Um, Or, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know if Korkmaz, like, if if at this point, he's like a regular part of their rotation. I know he does still play. And um, they also lost Harris for part of this game. Are they thin? Yeah, they're thin. They're thin. Um, You know, Beverly's been good. Reed's been good. But like Daniel House played 22 minutes tonight. Probably don't want Daniel House playing 22 minutes if you're a team that's trying to win multiple playoff series. Um, Mook, Mike, Mook, Mook. Once a Nick, always a Nick. Marcus Morris played 16 minutes tonight. Took one shot in 16 minutes. That's probably not what you want either. Like Jaden Springer, interesting prospect. He was one of seven. interesting. Once upon a time, he was an interesting prospect. And he's he's kind of reclaimed his NBA career this season in Philly. But like, they need another guy. I think they're going to get another guy, too, though. Like, I think they're going to get a guy. And I think, again, much like OG kind of puts everything in order for us, I think depending on who they get, it could put everything in order for them. And again, shout out to the pregame pod Andrew had with Spike Eskin. They went through, you know, some of that stuff in terms of what the Sixers might be looking for. The one name that they didn't get into too much and um, I hope to holy hell that they don't have enough to get this guy. Is uh, Bogdan? I always get the, Bogdanovich is confused. The Hawks is the Hawks. Is Bogdanovich, who I think would be a brilliant, brilliant fit, and they have the salary too. That's the thing. I'm pr- uh, I think the I think the Morris salary would be enough. Um, that might be wrong though. Uh, don't quote me on that. But yeah, but I, I don't I don't I don't know what the hell Atlanta's doing. Uh next up, Sam Garcia's dad, my favorite part of the game might have been the Deuce offensive mini explosion. There you go, that's fair. I think I think this is it's as worthwhile a favorite part of the game as anything that we saw tonight. There were like you could have a dozen favorite parts of this game. Um and all of them would be uh all of them would be valid. Um, J- Jalen Brunson had a comment on Twitter about his dunk attempt. I tried to dunk, but I think they raised the rim at the last minute. Good job by you. And then Josh Hart's comment on the on the Brunson dunk attempt. It wasn't a dunk. It was a hard layup. Whatever he has on the season, don't add that to that because it wasn't a dunk. Love those guys. Go film a go film a, a buddy comedy. The two of you. Ryan Huang statement win, flying a red eye and spent thirty five dollars on Wi Fi to watch this game. Best decision of the year. Sixers so good. Embiid never closes. Am I right? <laughs> Let's go <laughs> Knicks. Yeah, um, great job by you and the fact that you're in the midst of traveling and you're contributing here. Thank you. Um, I'd say this game was worth thirty five bucks. I, I would pay probably a few more bucks uh, than than that. <clears throat> Statement win for sure. Statement win for sure. Thanks, Ryan. Sam Garcia. This effing team, John. Speaking of uh, what your dad said a moment ago, um, this is from Deuce after the game. If I went 0 for 4, I would have kept shooting it with confidence. That's the game. You're not going to make every shot, but you got to keep shooting with confidence, and I can't pass up opportunities. You know, I... It rang a little hollow in the last game because the the minutes were so painful. But Alan Han was not wrong during the last broadcast. I'm, I hope I, I think it was Han on the on the Bulls on the Bulls broadcast. I hope it wasn't it wasn't somebody else. Um, where or maybe it was this? Maybe it was the well. I'm, I get everything confused on one of the last two broadcasts. I'm pretty sure it was Alan Han. Was like he's got to keep shooting with confidence. Maybe it was Wally, one of the two of them. But they're they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Like Deuce has to keep shooting. If Deuce like just gives up on the three and just doesn't stop shooting, like that's it. It's over. Game over, folks. Like not not a rotation player. So he's right. He has to keep shooting with confidence. Completely agree. By the way, shout out to the Heat who lost tonight. Fuck the Heat. Um, Jeff Smith, the defense makes me happy. Very happy. I mean, it's three games, but I'm I'm fairly certain I'm fairly certain that the Knicks have the best defensive rating in the league since they got OG and an um, I, I'll I'll look that up at some point. Thanks, Jeff. Will Oliver just leaving Wells Fargo for my first out of state game. Awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Good job by you getting to this game. And um, I don't know if you had to travel. Well, yeah, it says out of state game. So you had to travel to get there. Um, good job by you. Um, holy shit. Fans filled out with seven plus fans filed out with seven plus minutes to go. Let's go. Next chance. Happy fucking Friday. I Zoo. Deuce and Grimes making the case. To keep Leon um, to Leon's to keep the bench the way it is. Regardless, I still think one more move is needed, but for now, just wow. Here's the good news. I didn't think they were making a move anytime soon before this game. I don't think they're making a move anytime soon after this game. Um, the timing of the OG and trade was an anomaly, I think, for several reasons. I think it had a little bit to do with the Raptors kind of just making their call. And ultimately, the Raptors got their guy. Guys, if you want to say RJ too, but they wanted quickly. They wanted players. They identified Emmanuel quickly as the best player they were going to get in their trade return for OJ Ananobi. And like, I want to give the Knicks credit for negotiating however they've negotiated up to this point, such that the Raptors were like, Jumped at the trade a month and a half before the trade deadline, or like six weeks before the trade deadline, whatever. Others would disagree. Others would be like, the Knicks were the ones who jumped at the trade and they gave up maybe more than they had to. Reasonable minds could differ. Regardless, to your point, Hush, I, that's not how the market usually works. So, you know, the sort of piece that the Knicks are going to be looking for and what the Knicks are going to be willing to pay for that piece potentially, that backup, you know, playmaker piece. There's that's it's just not the sort of deal I think that would happen this early. I just I don't see it. I could be wrong, I don't see it. Thanks, Hush. It also wouldn't make sense to do that after they gave Deuce the extension. Haitian Ferg, put some respect on my coach's name uh had Nick Nurse with one time out left at 7 minutes couldn't stop the bleeding we're getting ready to go on a run the team backed up Julius Randle defense was on point i like that you put it that way the team backed up Julius Randle cuz god knows Julius Randle has backed up the team a lot over the last month month and a half you know so um completely agree with that one uh we are here andrew wants me to say we are here no, this here. is the
2: end of his comment. It's oh, a two we are part comment. Sorry, <laughs> because I'm copy and pasting from the master list of super can chats. Can people hear you right now? I hope. Yeah, I would hope so. If you can hear me, that means everybody can. I hear can me. hear you. Okay. I,
1: I yes, I oh, yes. Hard.
2: I plugged in my microphone. We're good to go.
1: Great. Um, and uh, look. Hey, I, well, let's, let's say this about Tibbs. Um, Qu- Quickly's gone. <laughs> Quickly's gone. It doesn't mean that he still can't haunt the Knicks from the grave. Uh you know. I, 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 don't, I mean, they're getting killed by Sacramento right now, but like anytime quickly has a, a monster game for Toronto, like people are gonna come back and be like, This is the guy that Tibbs thought should be playing like twenty minutes in some games. Um but he's quickly's gone. And I'll be curious to see how, if at all, the conversation with Tibbs changes moving forward because that was just one of those things that people kind of gravitated towards to 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 peg him with. But I think he's done a nice job with this team so far. Again, they're 20 and 15. They haven't had Mitchell Robinson for a month. I think that's pretty good. Thank you, uh, Haitian. And we are here. Hush zoo. I want to play Boston now just to see what happens. I, I don't need to play Boston anytime soon. <laughs> I still don't love the matchup. Um, it'll be fun to see the matchups, you know, with Boston. Like, it'll be the first time that we've played Boston without Mitch. So that means Harden, Hardenstein starts on Porzingis. I would argue Hardenstein might be a better matchup f- for us for Porzingis than Mitch was. O G on Tatum is nice. Uh, Randall on Jalen Brown still scares me a little bit. and then you know, you still have to hide Brunson somewhere. but you know i'm I don't know if I'm excited, but I'm curious to see how they do. How about that? Thanks, Josh. so focused. Who had OG being OG only three being above the break or Deuce will go four for four from three in the first. Nobody. Josh Hart will lead the the, the game in rebounds over I heart Randall and bead weird game. Yeah, it's a weird game. I like that you led with the, <clears throat> the OG three being above the grape. That's another moment from this game. That was like you you had to shake your head where OG Ananobi just tosses one up at the end of the clock because the play was a bust and it goes in. Like between that, between the McBride three free throws, I mean, I think hard hit a three tonight, you know, um, the precious three, all the deuce threes, like pretty wild. Pretty wild. Thanks, Shaw. Appreciate you. Greg film stuff. What's going on, Greg? Great to hear from you. Um, Wow. That Brunson steal and score to the Grimes fast break. And one is the play of the game. Grimes has a shot to be the guy in the second unit. Like IQ was, and this should help his confidence. Um, Winning with a bad Julius Randall game is huge. Again, it's not just winning with a bad Julius Randall game. I think it's winning with a bad Julius Randle game and uh, OG Ananobi also going three for 11. Think about that. Randle, you're starting front court. You're starting front court forwards went four for 22. Now, it helps that Isaiah Harnstein went eight for nine from the field. Holy crap. Um, and that, like, you look up and down the line and everybody else is incredible. But yeah, in terms of Grimes being the new IQ, Um, I mean, just different players. Quickly, was a true somewhere between a point guard and a combo guard. Um, and he got so much better at that over the years. Like, that's not really what we've seen much of from Grimes. Like he, like he doesn't like. For instance, Grimes does run pick and rolls. You know, Um, he can. We've seen him do it mostly in summer league. We've seen seen him do it. Uh, Maybe he ran one or two tonight. I remember once he brought up the ball up the floor. That was nice to see. Um, I'd love for him to develop continue to develop that part of his game. I think he can do it. I think he could do it. I think he has to work at it though. Again, it's not going to be quickly on offense to be like he's, he's, that's just not his game, but to do enough. That's the thing. Is you're looking for enough. And if you get enough and you get a little bit more, if you do get the other guy to help you down the line on the bench units, that skill development obviously will not go to waste. So that's why it's this is really important time for him and for the team. Thanks, Grimes or uh, Craig. All over the place tonight. Josh, so focused, but I'll take it. Knicks blowout win over the three seed. Knicks have beaten now. Um, let's see. Beat Minnesota. Beat. Uh, beat Milwaukee, beat Philly. So those are three of the top seven. I mean, you beat the Clippers on the first Harden game. So I don't know how much credit you want to give that, but you know, you've beaten four of the top seven teams in the league. So you might beat Miami.
2: They're not one of the top seven teams in the league, but sure. They're in the comp. Well, if you ask John Mackey, they're the number one team in the league. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. They have Pat Riley. He can't, the unimpeachable Pat Riley. Come on. You to make me get another beer. I mean, because what I said was going to get you another beer. <laughs> All Andrew does is needle me. Any bad wh- thing I ever say, I blame Andrew. but yep, it's my fault. 100% your- my fault. The bad thing you, you say. You should get the media training. I should. And usually it is to lighten the mood by teasing you so that way you don't yell. <laughs>
1: I'll talk to Drew Pi. PR. Please do. Send him a memo for me. Imad Khalil, what's going on, Imad? Good to hear from you, man.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance.